Joseph, and welcome to another episode of Speakeasy. Today, we are going to go over the different motion types that exist in BP debating. These are categorized as follows. You have policy motions, analysis motions, and actor motions. It is critical for you to have a good grasp of the different motion types, as the way a motion is phrased defines what you need to prove in order to win the debate. I urge you to download the cheat sheet for this week, even if you don't usually do so, because it will help you as a quick reference to the different motion types that might be thrown your way. If you would rather make your own reference sheet, that is perfectly fine, but until you can identify the different motion types by heart consistently, please refer to the cheat sheet at the start of every prep time as you read the motion for that round. Before we dive into the motion types themselves, just a quick word on how motions are written. Motion notation generally follows a fairly simple structure. Motions always start with the words, this house, which just represents the four teams and the judges. This is usually followed by the operating word, which defines the motion type. Next, you have the thing that we are debating about, noted here as x. And finally, in some cases, you have a specific contrast to x, which we will note as y. Don't worry if this seems a bit abstract. I promise it will become clearer as we go over the motion types. Now that we are clear on the way motions are structured, we can get started with the motion types themselves. Let's start with policy motions, which follow one very simple and straightforward structure. This house would do x. As the name implies, policy motions are about implementing a specific policy. OG has the right to model explicitly and define how they would implement the solution, while OO has the right to propose a counterprop or defend status quo, as we already discussed in episode 5. The motion is always presumed to pass, so arguments about whether real-life governments would implement this policy are inherently off-clash. The burden on government is to prove that there exists a problem worth solving and that the motion is the best way to solve it. The burden on opposition is to either prove that there is no problem, that the problem isn't being solved, or claim that the policy has so many negative externalities that it is not worth implementing even if it solves the problem well. Here's how a policy motion might be phrased. This house would ban cigarettes. Up next, we have analysis motions. There are seven variations of analysis motions, so pay close attention to the different nuances between them. Type 1. This house believes that X motions require government teams to prove that X is true and for opposition teams to prove that X is false. There are no policies, there is no fiat, this is merely a debate about value judgments in regard to X. Here's how an analysis motion might be phrased. This house believes that there is no moral obligation to follow the law. Type 2. This house believes that X should Y motions are technically also analysis motions that can be debated in the abstract. They usually still benefit from presenting a model. While government teams do not have fiat in the same sense of absolute power, they could explain what likely implementations of X doing Y would look like and why this solves a real problem. Similarly, opposition teams do not have the fiat to counter model, but could offer alternative means to solving the problem with similar levels of likelihood analysis for why the motion might be implemented in that way. Ultimately, 
It is still an analysis motion though, so you still need to prove that the statement is true, that x should do y, by explaining why the world is better if this is the case. Note that unlike actor motions, which we will discuss later, it is not inherently important if it is good for x. You need to prove that on net the world is a better place if x were to do y. Here's how an analysis motion with a policy suggestion might be phrased. This house believes that the US should sanction Saudi Arabia. Type 3. This house supports x or this house opposes x are effectively the same motion, just that you flip sides. This motion type does not require a model. While government teams can characterize what the thing they oppose or support is likely to look like, they must defend the position in its totality. They cannot simply choose only the good aspects of what they're supporting, nor oppose only the bad of what they oppose. They must support or oppose it in whatever way makes most sense within the motion, just as opposition teams have to take the opposite stance. A good rule of thumb I recommend you apply when reading this motion type is to think of the motion as this house believes that x does more harm than good for opposes motions and this house believes that x does more good than harm for supports motions and then treat it as a classical analysis motion. This phrasing should make it clear that your job is not to prove that x is good if you support it or bad if you oppose it. Your job is to show that if we add up all the bad stuff and all the good stuff, overall it is worth supporting or opposing, or not, if you're opposition. Here's how a supports motion might be phrased. This house supports US involvement in the Middle East. Type 4. This house prefers X motions, require government teams to explain why X is preferable to the status quo. Opposition teams are required to defend status quo. There is no model to be implemented, although in many debates explaining what X is likely to look like and what consequences it yields is helpful in explaining why you prefer it. You may want to describe status quo in a similar manner. Honestly, you want to describe both regardless of which side of the debate you're on. That is because the burden on government is not to explain that X is only good and status quo is only bad. The burden on opposition is not to show that X is only bad and status quo is only good. Otherwise, what would be the point of this phrasing in debate? The people setting the topic would have just made the motion, this house believes that X is bad. The fact that they didn't should clue you in on what you're supposed to do. The burden is to prove that X is better than status quo, and, obviously, oppositions will claim that status quo is preferable to X. Much like supports or opposes motions, you want to acknowledge your drawbacks and the other side's benefits and compare them when explaining why your side should win. Here's how a prefers motion might be phrased. This house prefers conscription by lottery as a means of enrolling people in the army. Type 5. This house prefers X to Y motions are effectively the same as this house prefers X motions, except in this motion type you do not compare x to status quo, but to whatever y is. Otherwise, it's the exact same as analysis motion type 4. Here's how a prefers motion with a specific alternative might be phrased. This house prefers the conscription by lottery as a means of enrolling people in the army to aggressive recruitment of volunteers. Type 6. 
This house prefers a world in which X motions require you to conceptualize an alternative world in which whatever X is was always the case starting from the point in time where it is relevant. Your burden is to prove that the world looking in the way the motion describes is preferable to the way our own current reality looks like. This motion is backwards looking, meaning that it applies to all points in history where X existed or could have existed. So for example, this house prefers a world in which cars didn't exist applies only from the moment in time where cars did exist. The thousands of years of human history previous to that are irrelevant to the debate. It is helpful to define the counterfactual clearly because that helps you explain why it's preferable to the world we do live in. Ideally, you explain exactly the ways in which that world is different from our own and why those differences make that world better. Note also here that your burden is not merely to prove that this world is only good, nor that our world is only bad. You need to prove that it is better, exactly like in any other prefers debate. Here's how it prefers a world in which motion might be phrased. This house prefers a world in which organized religion does not exist. Type 7. This house regrets X motions requires you to conceptualize a counterfactual in which X had never existed, which means to explain how the world would have developed in the absence of X. Unlike this house prefers a world in which X motions, this one requires you to explain the absence of something, whereas this house prefers a world in which may very well offer changes or additions to the world. Note that it is insufficient for you to prove that X is bad. You need to prove that the reality X yielded, our world, is worse than what reality would have looked like if X had not occurred and is therefore regrettable. Here's how a regrets motion might be phrased. This house regrets the selection of Joe Biden as the Democratic nominee. The final category we have left is actor motions which follow a similar structure as policy motions. This house as A would do X. Actor motions ask you to consider an action from the perspective of a specific actor or stakeholder. For the purposes of the debate, we, the house, are A, regardless of whether you're on government or opposition side. You do not need to prove that X is generally the best or worst thing for the world, but that it's valuable to the individual the motion talks about. This does not mean that actor A only cares about themselves selfishly. Most people, and even countries or organizations, do hold moral values and won't do certain things, even if it benefited them from a selfish point of view. You can therefore also make principled moral arguments, although you will need to prove that the actor actually holds those beliefs, not just that this belief is generically good. For example, if a motion places you in the position of a conservative individual, arguing that liberal or progressive stances are moral and should therefore be taken by the actor would be unpersuasive. This motion type also assumes that the actor can do X, much like in a policy debate. So saying X cannot be done would not be a legitimate challenge from the opposition. The burden in the motion is to prove that doing X would make the actor better off or at least is in their interest in some capacity. Here's how an actor motion might be phrased. 
This house, as a parent, would not send their child to private school. Let's now make a quick checklist to make sure you caught all the motion types and list them all one last time. First, we learned what a policy motion is and how to debate it. Next, we went over the seven different types of analysis motions and identified the specific nuances between their different notations. These were pure analysis motions, policy analysis motions, supports or opposes motions, prefers motions, prefers x to y motions, prefers a world in which motions, and regrets motions. Finally, we discussed actor motions and how to make arguments relevant to them. Alright guys, that is all for now. I hope you learned something, and if you have any questions, put them in the comments below or write to us on Twitter at SpeakeasyDebate. And if you like this episode, please share it with your friends or other debaters you might know who might be interested in this series. As always, you can find the cheat sheet for this week on our website, speakeasydebating.wordpress.com. You can also find the cheat sheets for previous episodes here, as well as motions from competitions that we track. For now, have a nice week, and I'll see you next time.